Hey, hey. Okay, what happened was a little technical difficulty because we had a little air in play because of uh, the situation here. We uh, pretty much, you know, um, got finished uh, doing our visual daily bread. And um, I had a little tough technical difficulties for the podcast show today. About a minute and 30 something uh, seconds worth of air. So I apologize for that because of the government and all the local factions that's trying to stop me from having my right to speak freely and have my right as far as my constitution to be able to speak out and say the things that have been done wrong to me in this society. Uh, you know, uh, you know, today was Sunday, so I kind of took it easy today. You know, we'll get back. To, I mean, it was Saturday. I'm sorry. We'll get back to things. Um, Monday, but tomorrow I'll probably give uh, you know a show tomorrow. I won't probably give but two. I won't give one, but one show. But I just wanted to just you know connect with you know my audience and you know I'm trying to really you know keep you appraised on the situation as far as what I've been going through and the struggles with this country as far as taking me for everything and my wealth and murdering my mother. I keep her on the front because I don't want the case to go cold. I want to keep this case with my mother hot. And until I pin the people that's involved with the murder, it will stay hot. I've solved a, solved a few cold cases and helped them with a few things, but they don't care. You know, the Hinduans had a murder here with one of their family members that was pimped on one of the brothers. And uh, there was a missing six bullet that they couldn't pin a gun to. So we found out who that was. It was another one of the officers that was uh, a little bit more higher than the other guys that got caught. But the point I'm trying to make is that I have so many good things to contribute to this society, but they were in the demon and they didn't want anything constructive to be in, in society. They wanted all the crime to rule. And this is not the way that it's supposed to go in this society, whereas the darkness and the demon is doing all the crimes, the killing and having people in fear. I figure like this, if you're going to, if you're going to do something, you're going to walk with the fact that you know that 
you're getting something done and you're fighting back. You're not gonna crawl all the time like haters want you to do. They want you to crawl and be at bay to everything that they try to have you at bay to. I know with me, I'm global all the time, you know, because of a lot of different reasons. You know, Will Smith once made a movie and told me, don't look up because I was the enemy of the state. He was talking to me. And they went in my life and they disrupted me. The government tore my life apart. Fucked my credit up, did everything possible, messed me up with the women, blamed shit on me, had me looking all around stupid to everybody and lied and said I was a crazy motherfucker. The government, they made me the enemy of the state through Pennsylvania. The Arbor of the Hate started in here in Pittsburgh. Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania, then Wolf in Pennsylvania because he said that he would never give the nigger back his money after so long. And the nigger was him, really. But the fact of the matter is they taunted me for so many years with this extortion and these Jim Crow activities with Hillary throwing me in that from Obama taking her that deal to them from him and Jay-Z making a deal in the White House when he went there with Beyonce with a lot of other things thrown on top of it to close the deal. So this is the this is my plight and my trials and tribulations of going through things with our government and still going through things. They have my wealth in their pocket. They won't release it. Dr. Dre, he's in there and the straight out of P-Town slogan that I have with my copyrights and Facebook, Dr. Dre stole that slogan in the 2000s and made the movie straight out of Compton. And I had the slogan and I had it copyrighted in 1996. So that was my slogan he stole. If you don't believe me, look at my copyrights papers that I have in my social media. I keep my social, social media open. I never close it because I want the public to see. I have nothing to hide. I don't live in a glass house. You know, trying to hide and people still see you anyway like the Americans. How do you think I knew what I knew? They thought they were hiding and they weren't hiding. How do you think anybody knows? Anytime that they let the babysitting jobs be where they connect to their government computer, you let people bring viruses and Trojans and different things that drop into your computer while they're coming to get something. But you're also giving them something on their way out because you're doing the same thing. So all of your computers are damaged. You can't properly load all the way but you have so much government stuff in those computers, you don't want to have to do uh, a makeover on getting a new, another computer, do you? See, this is what we know about you. You think that you're always ahead of the game on people, but you're behind the game because you're playing the game with the people who are the most hacking people in the world and from each country. It's not the Russians. It's the Chinese. The Japanese are smart too, but they are technology smart. They know how to put things together, technology, and just, you know, damage you like that. But 
As far as hacking your system, the Chinese is some of the has some of the best hackers in the world. And you're allowing them to come into your computer with babysitting jobs and play around. So do you think while they're in there doing their business with you with the babysitting jobs, do you think they're just sitting still, staying in the babysitting jobs section, just sending off all types of things through your computer to damage your computer? They got probing eyes in your computer. They see, they lock the doors. You can't even close your money bays completely because they can always siphon out a few dollars. This is how you lack in security. You know, I do this type of work. I know what to do to deter these type of things, but you won't listen to me though. They're all through your computers. You can't control your, you can't even close your money bays. You know that. You can't close your money bays all the way. They always keep a crack for them to siphon a few dollars out of your system because they're smarter than you. What you should have done when you did the babysitting jobs, you should have never invited them to your mainframe computer. You should have set up a side computer that they did business in. That way you wouldn't have been able to let them get into your mainframe matrix. You see what I'm saying? They're in your mainframe matrix, so therefore any government business they don't have to extort you to get any type of secrets from you that are top secret. They're already in your computer and they done broke through all that. And they got probing eyes through your computer. Even if you do a reset, you still wouldn't kill the probing eyes in the computer because they have it so strong that if you do a reset to kill everything in that computer, it will not kill those probing eyes. So that means that you need a new mainframe. You're damaged. See what I'm saying? You think you know it all, Biden. You think you know it all, Obama. You think you know it all, Hillary. You think you know it all, Nancy. And you think you know it all, Camilla. But you don't. You've let them into your mainframe matrix to do the babysitting jobs. They've been bringing you undesirable things to drop into your computer. But at the same time, you've been leaving them some in theirs, taking them with them. When they leave. So you're both fucking each other. Because that was your only way to combat them doing you. You know that your mainframe computer is full of viruses. But that was your only way to put viruses in theirs. Instead of erasing everything with a reset, that would damage everything that you have in that computer. So what you have to do now is manually, this is what you have to do, America. I'm going to give you some security measure protection just throw your bone to show you that if you give me this money I can help you out with the economy now what you have to do is you have to manually get you first of all you have to get you another mainframe that's untouched from the public and you have to boot it up and you have to not connect it with the internet and you have to leave the one that you're connected with the internet connected with the internet so you can get the information out of the computer and you have to type all that stuff into your new computer matrix that you have. You can't connect them because if you connect them together to put it in there, then you will transfer the viruses from the old computer into the new computer. So you'll have to get your people put a mass. You're going to have to pay these people because it's going to be a lot of work. You have a lot of business 
that's regular business in those computers and you'd have to have them manually type all that into the new computer the new mainframe you can't connect anything you can't go with the Wi-Fi and you can't go with any internet because that will send stuff right back into your computer and keep their stuff that they put in there alive so you have to manually manually type all that stuff in that's going to require a manpower of a lot of people because you got a lot of information in your computer that's governmental stuff. Nothing that you have in your computer is secret anymore. Because you got probing eyes in there with the babysitting jobs. They've been watching you for years. They don't have to extract anything from you as far as um, tell me, you know, I'm going to extort some information out of you on top secrets. They're in your computer already with probing eyes, locking onto all of your top secret information and then on top of that they got they got virus and trojans and worms in there that are keeping your bay doors open on your money so if you see so much amount of money missing it's because your bay doors are, are on your money are completely closed and i would like my money back that you're extorting on my social security and i want it all back for all those years it was $159,000 plus interest and penalties until now. But the, these are the ways, these are the ways that you're being infiltrated and penetrated. But you just worry about me so much on trying to keep me hostage in your extortion. And you told everybody that you're doing it. So they have leverage on you. And that's the reason why they're extorting you all over the world, because they know what you're doing to your citizen. I'm an American citizen, so you shouldn't be doing me like that. If I was white, you wouldn't have did me like that. You only did me like that because the blacks sold me out on their deal for the black side of it. See, I want all of that black money back through the NAACP, Cube, all those, Dr. Dre, Jay-Z. I want all that back. I want my black back too. My black money back too. See, I'm just too strong for you out here now. You went 42 years and you thought I was going to still be the same person that I was back then. I'm a totally different man. Even El Chapo is a totally different man. He's not the same man. He's a saved man now. He's more closer to God than ever now because he knows God is back in his home. And he could look forward to maybe going back and seeing his kids and seeing his grandkids and maybe great grandkids. Bounce them on the knee or whatever. And um, being a free man, because you know you set him up with that border deal with Dr. Dre. And from what Dr. Dre is saying, that uh, the Gotti boys was there and the Greeks were there. So you got problems. That's the reason why you guys didn't want anybody to figure anything out. You can't keep on oppressing people and expecting for people not to say anything. Just because you're bribing people with other people's money. If it was your money, you wouldn't have been able to do nothing but cap that. Because you would be saying the government doesn't have any more money. But when it was my money, you were you were broken out all type of extortion deals. Oh, yeah, don't worry about we got Michael Dean's money. It don't even matter. Yes, it do. It matters to Michael Dean because I wasn't getting my end of it. Because of you. Being a lowly extorter. That's all you are, a pickpocket. That's what extorters are. Dr. Dre used to say back in the day, 
it's not about the his music. I wipe my extortion wipe my wipes wipes my ass with his music. My extortion does. He's not an extorter like me, and he couldn't be nowhere like me because my extortion wipes my ass with his music. Yeah. Hmm. Oh, really? Well, I say to you, Dr. Dre, your extortion is your problem. But as far as wiping my ass, I wipe my ass with your whole persona. You don't have nothing but stupid shit, stupid shit, loud mouth shit, and killing shit. And then you're not a, the killer that you think you are, because when it comes down to it, you have to assemble a bunch of people to help you. That's the reason why you beat me all those years, because you infiltrated every walk of my life to beat me. But you see now it's a fair deal. You have to square off and do what I do. And if you can't do it, then you're beat. You can't call for help and backup. Car 54, where are you? And snitch. Because that's all you are like Jay-Z. He had deals with New York police. He was snitching. You had deals with all the police and you were snitching. Because that's who all harassed me and did the things they did to me because you went through the law enforcement and authorities within the system and even sending one of your brokered clerks to come to our court of common pleas and work here to monitor the extortion a lot better. Am I right? He was from Cali. But the thing about it with him is he really started looking at the thing for what it really was and he didn't like the fact of the Commonwealth being so prejudiced. And he said, well, just send me back to California because these crackers I can't deal with. And he got out of there to get away from the hustle and bustle of California. And he figured that's even better than being here in the hustle and bustle of Pittsburgh's racist community with all these whites in there. That white girl, Clark, she, I went down there to file papers for something else that had to do with my mother. And she said, oh, well, you know, we're going to schedule another um, eviction when the moratorium was going. These, these are, this bitch is a crooked. I said, don't you bet? I said, you better not send anybody to my mother's house because I'm down here for... Uh, other reasons concerning the same thing. And Joe Smalls really, an extortion, bought that house with my money and royalties. So, bitch, I'm telling you now, your fucking little cunt ass is mine. And I'm going to send you to prison for the rest of your life with Hertzberg and O'Calley for murdering my mother and the sheriff's department. Because Kevin's on his way to, with his buddies. And they said, due to the fact he's coming to us, we're going to beat his ass. Because he was a lousy superior when we worked for him and we listened to him to do this stupid shit. And we're in here because of it. And he told them, just like this, well, you think I won't ask you to do something I won't do? And he popped him one time in the head first. And there's the missing gun, his throwaway gun. All cops keep the throwaway. So when they want to set somebody up, that's what they do. So we have all this crime within the system that's supposed to be protecting us. What do you say about that? I want to work on Anchor getting some response 
and Texas and and we can like, you know, talk to the public. And I hope that, uh, you know, Glennie Martin and all of the other people that thought that this was an extortionist anchor. It was because they were there like Pompeiani, uh, their broadcasters, uh, Michael Savage himself and Howard Stern and, uh, you know, Sharpton. These are podcasters and broadcasters that was extorting my site for my money and I want it back. And when my people come in here, you can't extort them neither. They're going to want their money for their podcast because they got a lot to say. They got a lot to say. And when they do have, when they have, when you have sponsors, when you have sponsors, they pay them. They pay Anchor to come in and be sponsors, but they're extorters too. So you have to do the proper thing because the sponsors will get the podcast time and the podcast ratings and make money from selling their products and sponsorship. So you will make money if you come to my broadcast with Anchor. You guys need to go to Extortion Anonymous because that's all you fucking know. You don't know how to work anymore. You don't know how to earn anything right anymore. You don't know how to do anything right anymore. Especially you whites. You crackers are just lazy. You don't want to do shit but extort. You got, I see the sheriff's department over at the Giant Eagles up here in Edgewood. They just sit around and do nothing. Saying they're working. You're extorting. Moonlighting, saying you're moonlighting. And by the way, you found out that a lot of people that came through the door and said how you're doing was who? Internal affairs. They seen you on your extortionist job. You're damaged. Leave me alone and go somewhere and play with your dingling. So I can go and get someone to play with mine. Because you took everyone from me in my whole life. I didn't have a friend because of you hating me and extorting them if they tried to do anything to contact me. Family members the same way and women the same way. They were afraid to come around me and business people were afraid to do business with me because of you ethnically intimidating me with racism and bigotry. Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania, New York, California, Hollywood, Wall Street, and the government. Stay out of my life and quit being a pest. You're a pest. And I want back in my properties because I'm, I'm tired of sleeping in my car. I'm tired of being like this. I know one of the reasons you want to say, well, let him prove that he's mobile and he can do this. I got the industry at the palm of my hands. You hate that. And any device I can put it in. Any device, tablets, phones, computers, laptops. Any device I have, my entertainment at the palm of my hands and it's proven. So I don't need your Hollywood because they've been extorting me for so many years, they owe me. 
So any props that I need from them, I can take what the fuck I want. I own Hollywood, and we'll be out there to get that shit straight too. Because I fueled your operations with my extortion money that you've been taking in extortion. My money was not extortion, but you took it in extortion from my royalties. And you ran your business, ran my businesses, your businesses, they're my businesses now, but ran your businesses with my money for 42 years. So I own you. I own all of your stars. I own all of your musicians because you all hooted it and the blowfish me. You're just extorters. So, you know, you don't understand the law. When you get caught in this, anything that you put my money into fuel your operations, I own. What you should have did was put the money aside in the escrow and did it like that. Because that way I'll just take the escrow and you would still have your operation money, but still I would still get it because you would be taking it out of escrow and still fueling your businesses. There's no way out for you. You're trapped like a rat. And you've been in here snitching on me, lying. I'm just basically telling the truth about my civil rights and about my, the murder of my mother. And about you denying me to have all the money that my wealth has because you crackers are some lazy son of a bitches and all you want to do is sit in here and have extortion and take it from me. Because you're a lazy bunch of motherfucking pale faces. All you do is extort, is that all you do? Do you have anything else in your repertoire besides extortion? Because that's all I hear you cry about. We have to do some crazy shit. We have to do some crazy shit. Well, you've been doing the crazy shit all these years, paying your own ass. Crazy shit? You are the crazy shit. You are the baby daddy of the crazy shit. You paid yourself on that. I don't have to pay you on nothing. The only thing I can say to you is until you do some good, you can't get anything. See, the tides have turned on that. Before you were saying, until he give me some crazy shit, until he give us some crazy shit, we won't give him nothing. Well, who are you to say that I'm denied because I won't give you no crazy shit? What are you doing on my money in the first place? I'm saying like this, until you give me some good, you won't get anything. Because you have so much bad for 42 years, you have to prove yourself have, of having some good. So therefore you have to release and turn over the monies to get better deals for yourself because you're in trouble. You see what I'm saying, extorters? While you were holding this now in the courtrooms, O'Connell, Hertzberg, Hoots, Cooper, being crooked ass judges, you committed crime for 42 years. So your, your, your robes are torched. They're torched. Burn them, poof. You can't get shit from them robes. You're exposed and you got racketeering and organized crime in your sleeve and a whole host of other things. So you didn't have me. As long as you held on to me, I had you. You wouldn't let me go. And then you came back to the scene of the crime showing people repeatedly over the years that you were the ones in here saying that you owned something that everybody knew was mine. So you told on yourself and the people that was with you. 
I told you you crackers don't know how to shut your fucking mouth. You say it's me, but I'm not incriminating myself on anything. I'm telling the truth about you. You were in here incriminating yourself and telling on yourself. And telling on your friends. Telling on the blacks. You didn't give a fuck about that, though. But you were telling. You see what I'm saying about telling? Just like when I was at the uh, marathon. I was trying to chill for a minute. You know, I had to move around and do my thing because you got me in this situation that I am. So I was at the marathon gas station. So the one day, the one black manager came out. He wasn't the owner. Uh, the slumdog guy is the owner. But he came out and he said to me, he said, and this was after a girl had got out the car next to me. And I mean, the girl was hot. I mean, she had some hot pants on James Brown, man. He could have wrote a song about it. She was a sexy looking light skinned girl. Nice felled in thick, you know. And I noticed that she got out the car that she was in, parked it. And then she went over to the gas station, got into another car and rode with the booty call she was with. I guess she was cheating. I don't know. But anyway, I didn't give a fuck. So the car was sitting there next to me. So he came down, the manager, the black manager, and he said to me, he says, uh, well, you know, I hope you're not leaving your car here all night because my manager, uh, he um, will tow it. No, you will tow it, son of a bitch, because you work for Art Rooney in his, or in his extortion ring. And you were waiting for something to do to a black man for the white man. You fucking sell out black snitch ass motherfucker. So I told you, I said, and you know, I was real cool. I told him, I said, listen, I said, man, I wouldn't do that. I wouldn't leave my car on your lot all night because I would feel unsafe about it. You know, I know this is a gas station and whatnot and you got a business and whatnot, blah, blah, blah. So it was cool. I said, the only thing I do is park here until morning and then I take off because I, you know, I, I just wait until morning. And he said, oh, okay. Well then I, you know, that was okay. So then one night I was sitting there and I, I was in the car. So I woke up and I seen the paper on the car about we will tow the car. I'm in the fucking car. I told you that I sit in the car until the morning. This is what snitch ass motherfuckers do. So next thing I know here, they're all tied in with the cops. He snitched to the cops and had the cop come to me and tell me, well, they don't want you here. Oh, really? And I just talked to the snitch ass black man about me just sitting here, but you got all of those people in your lot, hooping and hollering, drinking your beer, sitting around, busting glasses. You got the garbage overflowing at the dumpster with the rats and shit running around. But me trying to catch a nap in between the time of Joe Smalls and all of you threw me out my house, murdered my mother. And this is the way you treat me. You snitch on the cops to try to get extortion further. Black man. Where's the black at, bruh? Where's the black, black man? One time I was walking in there, I was going to my mother's. No, I was going, I wasn't going to my mother, she was gone. I was getting ready to go back over to where I was. And I needed a jitney to Hazelwood because I had my car at Monroe, who didn't fix it. But I walked in a store in Monroe, this in, in a marathon. This is how ignorant the black guy and his wife is. So all these people be standing in front of the doorway, standing in front of the store, 
So when I came out the store, I was waiting for the jitney because he said he was going to come. And I told him I'd be standing in front of, you know, standing by the door or whatever. So he'll recognize me so he wouldn't be just coming. It was late at night. It was about, you know, it's really late. Because I waited till Monroe closed and I didn't want the guy to think that I was, you know, a thug or something. So I said, I'll wait by the door so you can see me and you can see people drive off with me and whatnot. And blah, blah. So he said, OK. So his, the guy, the same black guy, his wife came up and I was just coming out the door. So she said, oh, well, you can't stand in front of the door like that. And I said to myself, all right, bitch, I, I will move. You know what I'm saying? But this is how Negroes, when they get shit. This is how they treat people like me. But at the same time, you got all of your thug ass motherfuckers standing around the store, busting bottles and drinking shit and sitting around being a nuisance in the place, loud talking and doing all kind of shit. And then I went in there and I seen late night. You had the cooks in there with a box of chicken. It wasn't a bucket of chicken, a box of chicken for thirty two dollars. And it's probably with some fucking chicken fingers. $32? Man, I'll wait till tomorrow. I'll wait for the Kentucky Fried to open. I'll wait for that. You know what I'm saying? I'll wait for Kentucky Fried to open tomorrow for me to do that. You understand? Because as it stands, you know, I know the black and gold be trying to come with Art Rooney with their little tow trucks. Motherfucker, if you come near me, you're a dead motherfucker. And I'm telling you, Art Rooney, you need to sit your motherfucking black and gold ass down. I know your game, motherfucker. So you, what you need to do is mind your fucking business. Because you're already in enough extortionist, murderous trouble already. And trying to tow me with $25 tickets for on Saturday? You're giving me tickets in front of the fucking UPMC on Saturday and Sunday? You're giving me tickets? This is how you single me out with ethnic intimidation to try to give me shit and extortion. You're nothing but a fucking Irish pig. Now I'm telling you to stay the fuck out my way with your cracker-based motherfuckers. Because you got problems in here and you don't know who you're fucking with and I'm telling you who you're fucking with. And you still want to chance it, motherfucker? I'm getting out your fucking way before you get your ass killed. Because this is demon slaying in here, motherfucker. And you're a demon and you're about to die with all of that goddamn shit you're doing because all that shit's played the fuck out. Now you get the fuck out my face with your fucking... Irish bullshit and your black and gold bullshit because when I see you coming motherfucker I'm getting out your fucking way so I won't have to do something that I don't want to do because you're a stupid motherfucker now stay the fuck out my way bitch and all your extortions ain't shit anything you do now will be held against you now all this stuff that I'm saying about you crackers you know right now not to say a damn thing to me and not to do anything because anything you do will be held against you because you're caught in extortion and organized crime and racketeering. You mess up with your tow trucks companies, the cops call them, and you all have an extortion organized crime connection where you, you mess up. 
and you were with the stores, the giant eagles, and then and, and the get-goes. I own all of these bitches. You motherfuckers took my money to run your operation. And the only reason I'm around is to really look at where my money is. You put it into UPMC, a lot of my money was dumped into their development. I owned all of that shit, but I want to liquidate it all. I don't even want UPMC around, and I'm giving a, uh, AHN a chance to really get themselves back on track with me because they've been extorting me too. So do you really want to rumble with me with this bullshit that you playing with? Stay the fuck away from me. You don't have nothing to do but hate, motherfucker, and every time you do, it's your kryptonite, stupid-ass cracker. You don't want me in your courts because you know when I come in there, all I'm going to do is investigate your ass. And when I come back out here, I'm going to light your ass up. That's how I got hoots. That's how I got you when you took me down to the ACJ. I haven't let up off your ass since. And neither have the North and neither have C-Block. Neither has nobody that I talked to. Bethel Park, neither. He got wise. And that's one of your boys. He says he works with the cops all the time with the tow trucks. Well, let me tell you this. You're not allowed to touch anything of mine. I have diplomatic immunity and you shouldn't have even took me to the jailhouse and held me over like that and detained me. And you're getting some serious flack from that. I told you I had diplomatic immunity. You know, really, I can murder somebody and get away with it. But that's not the type of person I am. I would rather murder you like this. Defamate your character with the truth. Like you defamated mine with a lie. You see what I'm saying? That's all you have is nothing but lies. I'm sub unsubstantiated lies with a lot of people pulling together in organized crime to try to make it so from the courthouse into everybody. I want to level that courthouse and I want it to go down. I wanted to be a parking lot. I know one time I parked into the parking lot across from the courthouse one time to go to my doctor at Catholic Charities. Dr. Richard Herbert, the Jew guy. Well, I mean, he was a nice, pleasant man, but the point I'm saying is uh, it was $45 just for an hour. To park in that fucking lousy parking lot because all of the other places they cattle prod they cattled me to that because everyone's um, we're full we're you know and that was the only one open and I had to go back all the way over to Catholic Charities it was it was it's horrible I don't like going to town driving I don't I don't I don't even like going to town really because they really rook you for everything down there you can't park nowhere without worrying about your car getting towed that's a part of their extortionist plans. The cops are working with the tow truck companies. It's a racket. They're working with the parking authority. It's a racket. And another thing I'm going to do is eliminate the boxes because that's a racket. You made a lot of money with my mother staying at that hospital. I put it made sure through the weekday that my car had plenty of money on that box. But I'm going to eliminate those boxes. We're going to go back to no worries of parking about anywhere. You made enough extortionist money, Pittsburgh. I think I can run this place better than you. I own this town. I think I can run this place better than you. Because you took from the people. 
You didn't include the people in. You included them in on extortion because you had them in on extortion. So no matter what they get from you, they was getting you were getting it back in extortion. So what were they really actually getting? Fucked. That's what the people are getting fucked. Even your white people. You were fucking them too. You understand what I'm saying to you? You're caught in Rakuten and you still out here trying to chase me around and get some damn toe and shit. You better sit your fucking toe ass down somewhere because you know I will eat your motherfucking ass up if you try to even think about doing anything like that. And the tow truck company, you know you're going to be fucking ate. And you're going to have problems too, man. We're sick of this fucking channel that you got it on, this hate channel. We want to turn this fucking hate channel of yours, you lily white ass motherfuckers. Go somewhere and be more productive in your community. Leave the black community alone and leave innocent people alone that's just trying to get by. And quit breaking in people's houses, stealing shit with the U-Haul. I want my shit back, U-Haul. You crackers got a lot of fucking nerve. Stay the fuck away from me. You're stalking me. This is not your business and I'm not your extortionist anything, Art Rooney. Quit lying. That's the reason why you don't want me to talk. That's the reason why you don't want the girls to talk. That's the reason why you don't want the guys to talk. That's the reason why you don't want nobody to talk because you tell them that I'm out here snitching on you. No, motherfucker, you're in there snitching on me. And you're muting everybody from telling the motherfucking truth so they can get out of trouble. You want them all going down with your ass. Let them people talk and tell the truth. Then business will pick up and we'll know all about Art Rooney's plans. Because everybody hates your motherfucking guts. Even your own people. You caused them so much motherfucking trouble with this shit. I know your uncle want to beat your ass because you cost costing him his, 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 his racetrack. You're so fucking in debt. And they're all tied into the extortion ring. And you got your uncle losing. I know he want to beat your ass. Go somewhere, Aunt Rooney. Fort Rooney, would you go somewhere? I told you the truth about the fact that when you were a child. What, eight? Nine, maybe you seen the leprechaun. Ah, uh, Fort Rooney. Hey, this is your leprechaun. Your nemesis, the leprechaun. You were about eight, nine. You remember that? You remember the leprechaun that I, you know, I can bring him up. I can show you the leprechaun if you want me to show you the leprechaun. But when you were nine and ten, about nine, ten, am I, am I, am I telling the truth, or, uh, Art Rooney? About nine or ten, maybe about 11 almost, close to, maybe, you experienced seeing a banshee and you heard it scream. You know, you came up in Ireland a little bit, didn't you? When you were younger. Ireland is a mythical place, just like uh, Stonehenge. That's a mythical place. That's a that's a place where people, to, you know, uh, that have power can go to go there and connect and be able to go on a different level. 
and pull in a lot of energy power wise. See, if you weren't farting around United States all those years trying to get extortion, you would have known about the psyche and the mind and the telepath and the universe. But you wouldn't listen to me, Obama. What did you call me? You called me a carnival act. I was insulted. Then I said, they're coming. And then the people down at the border got killed, not the heads chopping off, the white family in the car. And I told you where they were, the killers, in a town nearby, in Mexico, Mexico, Mexico. Didn't I tell you that, Obama? Didn't I tell you planes will drop out the sky? Didn't I tell you that? Did they drop out the sky back then? Before it even happened. Didn't I tell you that? Didn't I tell you boats will sink like the Titanic? I told you a lot of things beforehand, before it happened, but you called me a swami and a carnival act. Mainly a carnival act. That's what you said. I said the swami. But one thing about human beings, they, you know, Rod Serling, he made an episode on his show one time. He was a very, very, very good uh, a screenplay writer and, you know, producer of a lot of different um, scary shit. He used to, he made an episode one time about people in the situations that they be in Ross Serling would lock himself up in an old, abandoned, haunted house and tell people to come back and get him in the morning. That's how deep he was into his characters. And he would just sit there and get himself scared to death and he would type on his, on his uh, typewriter. And that's how he got his material. But look at the, the extremes that he would go to to get to keep from getting writer's block because he didn't want to just make shit up. He wanted to go experience things. And that's what I'm trying to tell you. You you talk a lot of stuff in there. You don't live the life. I've lived the life. I've been in haunted houses. I've experienced things that you can't explain. They're attracted to me for some reason. You ever see the movie Jenner for Love Hewitt had called Ghost Whispers? And all the ghosts were, you know, attracted to her because they knew she seen them and she knew that they were there. Kind of like me. But it's real. It's, it wasn't television. You have to stay in a frame of mind to where you could open your mind and keep it open for the universe to be able to, you know, um, be able to be absorbed like a sponge. Because if you got a lot of extortion clutter in your mind and that's all you're thinking about is money, 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 money and taking it the wrong, 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 wrong way, then that's all you're going to have is that type of substance. But you have to be able to cleanse your mind from things and be able to accept things a lot better than what you accept them. And understand that people are people. And quit trying to manipulate and strong arm people from their goods and their belongings and murdering their family to get it.
you're fake. You're phony. You're in there saying you're me and you're not even nowhere close because you're not even a halfway decent me because you're lying about everything and you're getting caught and you're still coming in there every night still trying to say it's me. So now they know it's really you now. That's how stupid you are. You have to stop harassing me and ethnically intimidating me, Art Rooney, with your black and gold. Stay away from me, crackers, because I will slap lawsuits on you so bad. I already got you already with this whole persona. So why do you want to keep on coming around me to start trouble, cracker? Stay the fuck away from me. Now, white people, because I know it's I know it's Michael Berenger. He's trying to get you in trouble even more because, you know, you're still trying to say the towing issue is an issue, but it's not an issue because I have the tickets right here. They're all on Saturday and on Saturdays and Sundays. Those are the two days in Pittsburgh that people parking wise ride for free. And it says Saturday, plain as day. Look at the dockets. Look at the look at the tickets. You can go to the parking authority and see the tickets. They're stupid. They put them on there just like Hertzberg was stupid to give me the denial and the termination for my mother, which was good. But he said on that. The extortion won't stop. So in other words, he's saying he's still going to extort me. Isn't that bold? Isn't that bold for a judge to say that and, and put it on paper and put it on the court's website? That's bold. So when an appellate judge looks at that, he says, oh, so in other words, you're telling the man that you gave his mother an approval on the denial and the termination of the, the Ross Perlman that they still was coming to the house about. He can daughter that, but they still he still said they was going to come and extort me. So they were all premeditatedly planning this. This is premeditated murder on my mother because Hertzberg said on the docket that he was still extort me and that means everybody else will too so this is premeditated murder they all planned this this is what my investigations led to Hertzberg is a known racist so is O'Connor so is Kim Hoots so is Cooper they hate their own people and that's the worst kind of racist, hating your own people. Nobody respects them. People in Homewood hated Cooper. People in Wilkinsburg hated Kim. Because they were rootless about their extortion. They only got those jobs because of extortion. Hoots' understudy was Gib. Remember Gib Hoots? I remember Gib. I came to him a few times. For me and Toya Prince. You know. And that's what that's why you were the understudy. You were a clerical worker. Secretary. I remember you. I remember your mom. She used to go with Lemuel. Al's brother, Hastings brother. You think people don't know about you, don't you? 
I know you went with Junie and you were married to him. God bless the brother. We used to be, you know, rivals, you know, when we were young in a lot of ways. We bumped noses a few times. But, you know, it was all walk away stuff. Back then, you could kind of ravel each other, bump, bump each other's chest and walk away. I mean, that was down into 2001. Chuck remembers that. Chuck Johnson. He knows it's a true story. We've all bumped noses with each other. Marky, you know, or Harold. But we all walked away from things. Because we basically all came up together and, you know, we were, we were from the same hood. People are going to try you sometimes. I know a lot about you more than you thought I did. But I made it my business to know the person who was fucking me like you were doing. And it wasn't pleasurable. It was insulting. You concocting all of these lies and letting your cops concoct all these lies to keep me down there plan paying $150, $150 fines to you. I had to take out uh, payment plans. You extorted me on all types of shit. $50 here. Your cops was $50, $60 here. I got tired of coming down Wilkinsburg trying to help the community. And sometimes I did, Jitney, because people, the elderly people needed to get home. And I'm the only one to trust. If you ask Miss Carol and her daughter and her granddaughter, April, I was the only one that they trusted with their kids, their sisters and their little brothers, to take them to school as far as to Jitney. They had to beg me to do it because I didn't want to because all the flack I was getting from Jitnian, from you. But these are people that wanted me to work and take their kids to work, take their kids to school and pick them up. And I did it. My mother said, watch out. You're talking about people's kids. But I knew Miss Carol and them. They knew that I wasn't, you know, that type of person. So they had to worry about. But I mean, there was a lot of reasons, you know, extortionist reasons. But the point I'm saying, they trusted me with their kids. Because I was the only Jitney. She told me, Miss Curl told me I was the only Jitney in Pittsburgh, probably, that they would only trust their kids with. To do that. And that helped them out because that meant that they would have had to ride all the way to the school, ride back. You know, that way they paid me to pick them up and they paid me to, you know, take them to school. I was helping the community. I wasn't taking from the community. I barely made anything from Jitney. It was just gas money for me. Barely that. Because I had more car problems from it than anything. And then even still, when the kids wouldn't act right, the mother's, you know, the kid's mother would tell me, you know, tell me that they weren't acting right because I would get on them. And a lot of times I wouldn't tell them because they would just act right and I would threaten them. But I came up with an idea. And I told the kids and it was coming out of my money. I was already getting extorted all the way around. And I told the kids, I said, look. I said, if you act right in Mr. Mike's car, you stay in your seatbelt and you be good going to school and coming back. Mr. Mike on Fridays at the end of the week will take you to Wendy's before you go home and get you something off the dollar menu. So no other Jitney would do that because afterwards, Miss Carol told me that they had another Jitney and the kids told them that what I did. And she said, well, I'm not Mr. Mike. I'm here to make money. That's the reason why he's not Jitney no more. No, that's not the reason why I'm not Jitney anymore. It's because Hoots ran me away from the Jitney because she can have her extortionist Jitneys pay her outright without you have to extort me for little bogus charges. With them, they went along with the extortion. Just like when we had the court hearing, those were all her extortionist people that she extorts all the time. 
and she wasn't supposed to have a hearing. And the movers was investigators. They just wanted to see if you were in the court, running your court, and you were at full bloom. So they knew you were illegal in there and you weren't supposed to be in your robe because you had so many problems and you had so many indictments from Art Rooney. So why would you go back there and put a robe on? When have you won an election without extorting it? When? Stay away from me, black and gold, because if it's up to me, I'm going to liquidate all those teams just to hurt the people who hurt me choosing football over my mother, her civil rights. You chose football, baseball, and hockey and those shitty-ass yellow colors that I know Wiz, I know he regret even making that song, Black and Yellow, because you extorted him. You gave him the key to the city, but you extorted him out of his music and sent him to New York, and you know New York needed somebody to send the uh, Dr. Dre to try to get Jay-Z back. But Dr. Dre was in triple typical form. He said, well, maybe I can, let me see what he got. Let's see what his inventory is. As soon as he got him under his lifetime contract, he told him, nah, nah, he ain't good enough. I need dude. He wanted me. But I would never even pay any attention to him besides learning his ass and investigating his ass on how much of a grimy motherfucking son of a bitch he is. But that's what you did. You sent Art Rooney sent him to New York and New York sent him to uh, California to get extorted by Dr. Dre for life. Uh, uh, Jay-Z sent a lot of his guys out there. Buster, all those guys got tricked into that lifetime deal. You some grimy motherfuckers. And you talk about me. One thing I didn't do is grime a motherfucker. I gave him a fair deal and they fucked me. So nobody can say anything about me doing anything wrong. It's you. Leave me the fuck alone, man. Quit harassing me. Quit stalking me. United States, if you don't prosecute this motherfucker and people in here in Pittsburgh, especially these crackers, and I know you don't want to, Joe Biden, because that's your family as far as the Kluxes and the Aryan. But you're going to have to do something about this racism here in Pittsburgh with these white people. I'm tired of them. I'm tired of these racist blacks. They're the worst kind. They're black and they're racist. Like Kim. Like Cooper, like those cops that was in there that was black. Goober, you know Goober? He's always riding around with the K-9 unit. Goober. Leave me the fuck alone, man. Haven't you done enough? You murdered my mother with this fucking game you playing for sport just to see if I give you a reaction. Leave me the fuck alone because I will eat your ass up. And every time you invite me in that court, the next time I come out of there, I'm going to tell you I'm not going to get no public defender because I don't need none. This shit better be squashed because you know who I'm really arbitrating and working with with this and they have to be cleared. And if you don't let it be that way and you don't throw this trash out before that time, then you got major problems because you're interrupting someone from getting out of prison that's been in 42 years because of the same fucking stupid shit. Crooked ass judges and cops and prejudice as people and all types of politicians that's on the take. Now stand the fuck down and back the fuck off.